Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 133 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in Mark chapter 16. The Marys and Salome went to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body with spices. Salome was the mother of John and James. If you remember, she had asked if Jesus could sit each of her sons, one on his right and the other on his left. This rendition of the resurrection teaches us a few things. First, the women went to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body, but they didn't know how they were going to get to him. They knew they couldn't roll the stone away all by themselves, but they didn't let that deter them. They didn't let their inability deter them from their mission, the one God had given them. When God gives us a job to do, he will take care of the details that we cannot. Second, the women were told Jesus had risen, and they were told to tell the disciples. However, they were too afraid. Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene to show her he had risen, which gave her the strength to go and tell the disciples. The Lord gives us what we need to do his will despite our fears. Even so, the disciples didn't believe her. They didn't believe other accounts of Jesus' resurrection either. They didn't believe until Jesus showed himself to them personally. Initially, he reproved them for their disbelief, but he didn't take their mission away from them. Once they were strengthened themselves, he told them to go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel, to every creature of the whole human race. These men had a huge responsibility on their lives. We wouldn't be reading the word and hearing the gospel today if it weren't for them. And though they deserted the Lord and lived in unbelief for a time, Jesus strengthened them. He gave them signs, miracles, and wonders to strengthen them. He gave them power. Read the last four verses carefully because they are most powerful and show us how God prepared the disciples while he was on earth and after he departed. Let our hearts and minds be strengthened as we read his word today. Well, let's see what James writes to us in our final chapter, chapter 5. Again, there are many nuggets of wisdom in this chapter. First, James speaks against the rich who treat their workers wrongly. Then he encourages the believer to have patience. He tells us to establish your hearts, strengthen and confirm them in the final certainty. We need to keep our eyes on the Lord and know he has saved us for himself. James reminds us to not complain about each other, lest we be judged by the same judgment we pass on others. He also tells us to not swear by heaven or earth or make any oaths, but simply say yes or no. Jesus taught the same thing in Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. Let your yes be simply yes and your no be simply no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. Let us ask the Lord for the ability to do as he asks and curb our tongue using less words. James also tells us to confess our faults to one another in order to be healed and restored. Verse 16 says the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Let us pray for ourselves and one another in the power of God. Let's see what's happening with David's reign in 2 Samuel chapter 3. Well, David grew stronger while Saul's kingdom grew weaker. Abner was a cousin to Saul, and he was the one who set Ishbosheth over some of the tribes of Israel. However, he left Ishbosheth to be on David's side because he was accused of sleeping with one of Saul's concubines by Ishbosheth. Abner sent messengers to David asking if he would make a league with him, and he eventually turned the tribe of Benjamin over to David and linked arms with David. However, Joab, one of David's men, wanted revenge. 
Abner had killed his brother, so Joab took his life. David was extraordinarily upset over this loss and cursed Joab's family for it. In chapter 4, Ishbosheth hears Abner was dead, and he became even more afraid. There were two men who were sons of Rimmon of the Benjamite tribe that went after Ishbosheth and killed him in his own home. It took his head to David as a prize, thinking they had done a good thing. But David still did not want a king to be killed. It was a wrong deed done against King Saul's son, so he had these men killed. Lots of bloodshed happens before David becomes king over all of Israel, and David tries to right the wrongs of the people doing all the killing. Psalm 133 is very short and is about the blessings of people who are unified. Verse 3 says, It is like the dew of lofty Mount Hermon and the dew that comes on the hills of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, even life forevermore, upon the high and the lowly. Yes, when people are bound together and operate in unity with one another, the Lord blesses. Even in the book of James, he encourages us not to be divided and not speak poorly against one another. Paul writes much the same in his letters. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word that continues to teach us and transform our hearts. May we become more like you in every way as we read about you and your love for us. Help us love like you do, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.